Good afternoon and welcome to Community Focus at JJY. I'm Ken Thomas, and today we're going to talk about traffic safety. Our guests today include Tom Nixon. He's with TZD, Toward Zero Deaths. And we also have Captain Adam Fulton with us, the Brainerd Area State Patrol Captain. Gentlemen, welcome back to Community Focus. Good afternoon. Thank you. Good afternoon. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Um, Tom, maybe we'll start with you. Just a quick reminder for our listeners with what uh, Toward Zero Deaths is all about. Great. Well, it's a pretty outward goal. We want to uh, get toward zero deaths on our roadways, and we're going to do that through engineering, education, enforcement, and emergency trauma services working together to look at what happens in crashes and preventing them from happening again. Excellent. Uh, The numbers have not been good. The last two years during the pandemic, they were way higher than normal, or the trend anyway that we had been seeing. Yeah, yeah. In fact, a a many-year high, actually, for where we were. We lost a lot of years' progress in that effort. But uh, this year, um, we're trending in the right direction. What did you say this morning? We're... We're, we're down from yes. last year. Uh, so right now, currently today, we're sitting at about 85 deaths year to date compared to about 107 at this point last year. So we are, yeah, we're trending in the right direction after, uh, it was definitely a shock after the last two years. So Yeah. Uh, I know speeding was a major factor for some reason. That still remains an issue, doesn't it? It, it really is. And I, it's one that, uh, you know, we're, we're definitely adding some increased focus towards speed enforcement right now uh, out on our roads. Uh, so hopefully people are noticing a few more troopers out in the area. But uh, I think gas prices, too, might help us out a little bit with being as high as they are. But uh, you're, you're right. And, and now as I uh, travel around the state a little bit, even in my own personal vehicle, the speeds with people driving, it, it just it kind of kind of blows me away a little bit how, how fast people go and how fast they think it's acceptable to go and it's uh, it's easy to just slow down, set your cruise when you can, you know, when the roads are safe, and uh, follow the signs. I mean, they're posted pretty well by uh, MnDOT, so I'm not really sure where all the uh, the emergencies are that people got to go to. But yeah, the speeds are getting way out of hand. So you make a good point too. With gas prices as high as they are, going that little bit slower will save money, and cruise controls can really save you a lot of gas. Uh, absolutely, yeah, I, yeah. I, I don't understand it because the people will pass you and then you catch up to them and they pass you again. It happened to me on Monday going to the Metro for work and uh, people will pass you and then you catch right back up to them again. So it's, uh, a lot of people just not paying attention uh, to their speeds out there. So. Yeah, it's something we can all do. Um, another issue, and I, I think uh, there is a current enforcement going on with uh, distracted driving. And again, cell phones in the car continue to be an issue, don't they? Oh, they're, they're definitely a problem. And like we discussed uh, before going on air here that um, – the, the phone can do so many functions for you. Um, I don't really see that, you know, you, you can ask it to call somebody for you. But April is distracted driving month, and uh, we have uh, definitely a lot of extra um, overtime that the troopers are working towards distracted driving. So those are cars in addition to the cars that are actually working the road. Um, last week, we partnered up with Niswa PD, and we worked a little bit of a distracted driving wave, wave for uh, four hours. And in the four hours, we stopped 40 cars. Uh-huh. And uh, they were all in a lot of it. People keep forgetting. They pull up to a stoplight, and as soon as that car comes to a stop, the phone comes up, and they just start texting. And uh, all of this was observed from our vehicle sitting right next to people. So, um, and uh, it just, yeah, people keep forgetting that, uh, yeah, that thing I think is, you know, in their hand almost all the time, and they got to get out of, they got to break that cycle, break that habit. So, yeah, it's. I think all of us can relate to that. We've all been at stoplights or just driving along, and people are on their phone. It's like they don't realize it. And I know we've talked about this so many times, but yeah. just put it away. Yeah, 
it's a habit thing, and, it, and it's hard to break habits. We know that uh, it, it takes 21 days to develop a habit, I think, is what one, one person once said. But for us to look at the law and the intention, it's so that people are, are aware that there's a risk to this beyond just their own personal responsibility. And, and if we, everyone had that, we wouldn't have had the law get developed in the way that it was. So if you're not uh, paying attention and you, you get to your um, internal drive, you hear the ding or you hear the buzz, you don't probably give it enough thought to grab that phone, and, and you have to give that uh, uh, extra effort to know that I need to wait. I need to, I need to check that later. It's now, now is not the spot. Yeah, and if I'm not mistaken, too, at 30 miles an hour, just that uh, glancing at a phone, I mean, that's dangerous, but boy, as speeds get higher, that is just truly deadly, isn't it? Oh, they, they've, they've done studies of the average uh, text, if you're looking at it for... I believe it's five seconds, just taking your eyes off the road for that length. Even at 55, which uh, a lot of the state trunk highways aren't 55 anymore, but even at 55, you're traveling the length of a football field. So that's all that distance without having 300 feet, you know, without having your eyes on the roads. Very dangerous. With anything that could run out in front of you at that time or anything that could be pulling out, wrong timing. Even if it was, you know, bad spacing for the next vehicle to pull out, you don't have a chance to react. Yeah. We uh, just saw recently in the news two gentlemen, uh, a bad accident down in the cities where someone went around a stop sign again with a school bus. And as we wind down the school year, that remains an issue, doesn't it? It definitely does. And with warmer weather, a lot of kids, uh, a lot of foot traffic uh, just in the neighborhoods, even in my own. So it's just kind of a good reminder to there's going to be people running around, kids playing and that type of thing with that, dogs running around, that type of thing. I saw a lot of that over the the weekend on Saturday and Sunday, not so much with the weather, but uh, yeah, it's a good reminder that uh, people are definitely be out on foot as the weather warms up. It's sometime not- this month, hopefully we get to see it sometime <laughs> soon. I was just going to say, I keep forgetting we're just about a little over two weeks from the fishing opener. Not many of the lakes are open yet, but those boats yeah. are coming out, the trailers. There's a whole new set of issues there that I'm sure you have to look for as well. Yeah, it's going to be uh, crazy. It, it always is, you know, opening fishing around this area typically kicks off our summer busy month stretch for uh, the state patrol and uh, i know a lot of the lakes are still ice covered around here where i typically go fishing i won't really have to worry about it it's last i checked was about 30 inches of ice on lake of the woods so i'm I'm pretty good for a while but um yeah we're we're definitely getting into the busy season with the patrol so it's a good time to remind uh, people that you're sharing the road with other people you're not the only one out there and give people a little bit of extra space with the bigger trucks and boats and that type of thing. Yeah, and we should remind, I know every year people, they drag those boats out of storage, and who knows if a mouse gnawed off a wire, but boy, check the trailer lights. There's so many things that are so important when, when trailering a vehicle. Yeah, you need to have all the equipment in, in good working order. Um, trailer bearings are something that get people too often on the side of the road where they, they leave storage and they make it uh, just far enough to be not comfortably out of the way. And when you're working on the side of the road on a trailer, that is the less uh, least ideal place to do that. So take a, take account for where you're at. Maybe it makes more sense to make it another 50 feet and pull off into a, uh, another road or even a driveway if you have to, you know, bother somebody to get in out of the way. But having those vehicles checked out and prepared for the road, securing the loads, making sure all the lights work is a big important thing to get uh, uh, established before you leave. And and that's an issue I, I got to bring up, securing the loads, because I'll bet you have stories. Uh, people love to uh, put those big uh, swim rafts in their top of the pontoon and then drive down the road and those things will fly out they are yeah. i mean that's deadly though isn't yeah, it? yeah the lily pads we see those every year the coolers a lot of stuff that 
you know, there's a lot of uh, air moving around the back of a boat as you're going down the road at 65 miles an hour. So a lot of stuff, life jackets. Uh, I know there's a, a, a whole bin in the MnDOT lot in the back that we throw stuff that we find on the side of the roads, and it's full of boat oars, fishing rods, and, and that type of stuff. Yeah, and then a motorcycle comes along and hits some of that stuff. It can be very dangerous. So, yeah, yeah definitely tie that stuff down, throw a cover over the boat, or, what you know, think about other people, I guess, is kind of the point I'm trying to make with that. So, And you don't want to lose your stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Stuff's There's not that. getting any cheaper. Yeah, no. that's for sure. No, it's not. Yeah, and as we talk about that, too, uh, this is spring cleanup season. We'll be seeing people heading to the landfills or wherever they compost with uh, – uh, trailers full of leaves and brush that's another issue that gets all over the road and can be a hazard <laughs> certainly is i'm sure you get a lot of calls about that over the year of complaints driving complaints of people seeing stuff and that's that's worth reporting if someone oh, yeah. is yes. seeing garbage or things fly out of a vehicle or not so much looking to get someone in trouble but that's a hazard on the roadway people swerve to avoid it and uh and people are responsible for the things that they're hauling yeah, absolutely yeah tie that stuff down and uh um because you never know what's coming up behind you, whether it be another motorcycle, another car, that type of thing. So, yeah, yep. yeah. Uh, in addition to that, we've just mentioned a couple of times motorcycles, and we know that's another thing that uh, I've already seen a few out on that one or two nice days that we've yes. had. But uh, springtime is a deadly time for motorcycles, isn't it? It, it really is. And, and our district actually had a fatal crash on Saturday with a motorcycle. Um, no other vehicles involved or anything like that. One rider on the motorcycle, but. And to my knowledge, this was actually the first uh, motorcycle fatality crash for the entire state for 2022. Um, but I think even though the weather's not there yet 100%, people are still itching to get that bike out of storage and everything. And just with the weather and, and that we've had, it's so cold. There's still a lot of uh, gravel, sand, and everything like that still on the roadway. So I know they're not optimal riding conditions for a motorcycle rider, but people are wanting to get them out. So just a good reminder for people to slow down. Start uh, taking that extra second when you come to a stop sign to look or stop light to look for those motorcycles because uh, obviously a lot smaller than cars. They can hide in those B-pillar, your blind spot type things, A-pillars like that for cars. So, yeah, a good reminder to keep an eye out for those. Yeah. And riders wear the right gear and and take those training courses. I, I think there's been a lot of discussion around the names of those courses. They're not so basic and they're not so simple that you riders will learn a lot. Even experienced riders can gain something. In the advanced rider course, they get a chance to ride their own bike for hours uh, with some specific skill instruction on how to get the most out of their bike's performance. Good advice. Yeah, and the sand on the road this time of the year, I know that can be very dangerous, so be careful on those motorcycles. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Yeah, and uh, the last thing I, I think we should talk about, we're heading for prom season. Uh, you mentioned the fishing opener, and I know people like to uh, enjoy their favorite beverages. Kids will sneak that, but it's very important that, again, stay away from the impaired driving. Absolutely. We're, uh, I definitely don't want to be... Uh, raining down on anybody's you know the party the parade that so sort of uh so to speak but uh have a plan in place it was somebody else that's going to be driving people around that type of thing and uh, one thing that the state patrol is going to be doing that we're picking up a program that we did a long time ago um that was back in the early uh, 1980s is we're actually going to be starting a, what we call a project 22 uh, plan on opening fishing weekend here in the Brainerd Lakes area where I'm actually going to be hosting 16 additional troopers in the area, and their focus is going to be on impaired driving, and it's going to be centered around like the opening fish, the fishing opener, um, and uh, that. And and I know there's still the prom might be you know a weekend before that uh, or two or two, but uh, 
they're going to be looking for that sort of thing because, like you said, they kind of go hand in hand sometimes and just remind people, have a plan in place. Our, our uh, focus is going to be removing impaired drivers off the road, not to necessarily cut back on people's uh, of events that they want to attend, but have a plan in place so you're making smart decisions. Parents, guardians, friends, pay attention to those people you're hanging out with so that they know that uh, there's an option there. Uh, kids, you got to ask them some questions. Find out what their plans are. Don't just assume, oh, they wouldn't do that. They may not, but maybe someone they're with would, and they get in the wrong seat to uh, to be a passenger, and even though they're behaving, maybe somebody else isn't. And it's just a good reminder to ask those questions and plan ahead. Yeah. And I think you said it best. Uh, it's it's not so much that you can't have fun. Mm-hmm. It's that just have that plan in place. Mm-hmm. Who is going to uh, stay in good shape to drive because that's the most important thing. Most Absolutely. people make that choice. Most yep. people are doing it right. Yeah, our DWI numbers in our district are actually on the downward trend, which is good a good sign. Um, and uh, so, like like Tom said, most people are making those right decisions, and I would rather see that where uh, we're, we're pulling uh, people over and they're the designated driver, that type of thing. That's great. That is fantastic. Um, but uh, unfortunately, there still are enough out there that uh, – you know, we're, we're coming across up, whether it be a crash or a, an arrest, that uh, there's definitely the need for still have to still have the enforcement, uh, you know, plans out there for us because, you know, people are still making the bad decisions every once in a while. Yeah. And we all know here in the Lakes area, as we head for the fishing opener mm-hmm. and then Memorial Day, boy, traffic just ticks way up. That just, the more traffic there is, again, the more you have to pay attention. Absolutely. Correct. Yep. Yeah. Gentlemen, uh, any other issues we should talk about as we head for spring? I think we kind of hit everything. We're definitely already seeing the increased traffic. I think people are coming up to uh, start opening up their cabins, that type of thing. Um, so we're seeing a lot more traffic. It's just to remind people that uh, slow down. You're not the only car out there. Kind of put yourself in a defensive position and uh, buckle up and, and have that plan in place. If the plans, if your events sort of extend into the night nighttime and uh, make good decisions out there on the road. Yeah. And how long is that a, a extra enforcement on, on the uh uh, distracted driving with cell phones. So the distracted driving wave, the extra uh, overtime plan that we have right now, goes through the end of April. We've been working at the whole month. Um, and then when May kicks off, uh, towards the end of the month, we'll actually have an extra one for seatbelt enforcement. Excellent. So, All right. Gentlemen, thank you so much to be for being here today to talk about traffic safety. And let's all take that personal responsibility to be safe on the roads. Thank, thank thanks you for, for having us. Yeah, thanks, thank Ken. You. All right. Our guests today, Tom Nixon with TZD and Captain Adam Fulton. He is the Brainerd Area State Patrol Captain. I'm Ken Thomas, and that is today's edition of Community Focus. Don't forget our Community Focus programs can be found anytime on our website. Just go to 1067wjjy.com. You can also find them on our free mobile app, and that's powered by Cuyuna Regional Medical Center.